0: actually, I've not been feeling so good. <laughs> I've been feeling really not so great for a while. So I just decided to refresh myself a little bit and do something new. Maybe share an idea. And what's up? What's happening over there? You know, and I want to make this like uh, like blogging. But one thing would it be called if it's audio? if it's video, it's called vlogging if it's audio what did it what would it be called ogling you know I don't know, but um that's just what I think. What do you think it' would be called? so I've been working on net since twenty sixteen It's a long story, but um I discovered that they said there are four things that shouldn't change but grow. They shouldn't change, but grow. Number one is vision. You know, number two is transformed mind, your mind. Number three is light. And number four is value. I've discovered that, you know, for the number one vision, my vision for Net into you hasn't really changed, but it has been better refined. Let me put it that way. It has been better refined. I know better and I know more of the things that I should do for what I should pursue. You know, looking into the future. Well, where Where am I going with this? we've been through a lot, we've been struggling, we've been trying our best to get people, we haven't been aggressive enough, I, I believe personally, haven't been aggressive enough to get what I want, but I am cautioning restraint in a reasonable way, I could be very aggressive to get something, but I oftentimes I, I'm a little bit judgmental of myself, like it's this aggression necessary now because probably you know in school you have lots of engagements but now that i'm leaving school the aggression has to be legitimate but then something else has to come to my mind and say okay but you still have to get a job because you probably you know your family have expectations that you should start making money now i was thinking about i was speaking with a friend last night and i told her that i am you know reading about the money thing a lot you know maybe more than the average person reads about money not really pursuing money i have to understand what it is you have to understand how to approach it before i begin pursuing that was what i would say i was telling her she said it's it's fine you're a man you have to think about money whatever that means but that's vision my vision has always been refined you know vision the vision is not money by the way the vision is doing something remarkable bringing africa you know I want to build Africa's most productive and innovative company. I'm telling you, I really want to democratize excellence in Africa. I really, really want to. I think I wrote something over here. Spend me one minute. Let me check that. Okay, building Africa's most convenient and expressive microblogging platform for visual storytelling. Uh, a friend of mine said that I'm a little bit good with content, what do you call it? Is it content writing or something? Script writing, whatever he said that was. But that's it. To, to really dominate the media. That's my goal. You know, I just really want to do it. You know, I know this might be going out loud, but uh, that's just really what I want. I want to make a difference there. I want to change things. I want to really help people express themselves creatively. Help them do things. help them Help them make money. You know, put themselves out there and show the world what they have. And make sales and just market themselves. You know, just... Create a platform where we can market ourselves, where we can share value, create value, democratize value, showcase value, sell value, you know. Make purchases just a marketplace for human ability. That's how I see it. The other thing that are in the list of things that shouldn't change but grow is the transformed mind. The mind. I've been reading Buck Proctor's book, You Were Born Rich, you know, part of the books that I'm reading about money. And it's really fascinating how he writes and his conviction about the things that he has studied about the mind. And, you know, he said he, he read, he's been reading, he's late now, you know. He said he's been reading when he was alive that he read Napoleon's Hughes book, think and grow rich every day for 56 years so when i saw the video he said that was his 56th year of reading the book every single day not really covering the you know page to page you know not not really it's a really big book it's a thick book you can cover the page every single day you have to go do something you have assignments but the thing is maybe a certain portion of the book but you just have to open the book it was like his bible he had to read it you know every single day for 56 years. That's remarkable. Like, you cannot help but really absorb the knowledge, you know, the insights that that man must have placed into that book, you know, some of which are obvious to some people who read it the first time, some of which are not even obvious to anybody. I mean, I have a personal experience. There was a message, I was listening to an audio message by Miles Monroe. And I listened to it more than seven times. I can't even count how how often I have put, I placed that message on repeat, maybe up to 48 minutes or something. I still have it on my tablet. To so Today, I still play it. And there was a certain night that I, while I was listening to the music, it was like something entered inside of me. While I was listening to them, it, I was like, "Who's that? What the? Who was that? <laughs> it was really weird. It was like, it, it to to use the word, it was like a spirit came out of the phone and entered inside of me without my permission, just entered inside of me. And I noticed that after some time, there are some weird ways I began to speak, some weird things I I began to do in, in, in accordance with the message that I was listening to, the passion and the zeal that was in that message. I think that's Remarkable, And I mean, it's a testament that I haven't told much people, but it, it was really remarkable. You know, even to today, the, the passion and the zeal that I have to really speak in a way to affect, the pe- affect people's lives, to transform people's lives and to do something that can touch the heart of people. It's really residential today because I still want to study more. I still want to learn more. I still want to do it. I still want to stand in conferences and speak to people and raise them up and pick them up and to help them to live the life that they want to live, to make a difference in the world. That has been my passion. So the transformed mind should not decay. It should grow. And it's a conscious decision. You have to do things that can make it grow. You have to keep on reading. You have to keep on studying. You have to keep on... You know just sometimes regurgitating the materials that you know are in my words eternal they don't change i mean it's still a book but the knowledge and the insights that was documented in that book is eternal you just have to keep on regurgitating the content of it you just have to keep on reading it and gaining new insights every single day it's like the way we christians read the bible every single day something we probably must have read yesterday then when you open it back two days later, you get new insights, you get new revelation, you get new, just really profound insight and understanding of what you had never thought that passage was talking about because it comes in a new light that is particular to your current situation. <clears throat> I just had to have a cup of tea again. Sorry for that. But back to the subject, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You just have to keep on regurgitating the things that you know work. Keep on reading the content. Keep on going out and trying to experiment, asking people questions, trying to experience new things that will affect your mind. I can remember Peter McKinnon. He's a cinematographer. I love the guy. Saw him on YouTube. And he's a cinematographer, photographer, and things like that. He... The first video of 2024, he posted, he said that he he took a picture, sent it to a magazine. That was 10 years ago, 10 years back. And the magazine does this thing where uh, a lot of people will send pictures to them. And then they will pick which picture was the most interesting. And then they will publish that picture on the center page of the magazine. And he won. And the price of it was $300 at that time, 10 years back from this year. And he won it. He won $300 back then. And he was like, that's amazing. That's amazing. And it wasn't as amazing of, of the fact that he, his picture was on the center page. So he was expecting that, you know, since my picture is on the center page of a magazine, I'm going to start receiving calls. I'm going to start you know getting new gigs and things like that. But none of those things happened. But he said that. This was what I thought the pinnacle, which ended up being just nothing, just another day. It's just Wednesday. And I thought that was funny because looking back, what did I expect to hack? Why would anything happen from that? Like there's, there's no reason anything beyond that. I made 300 bucks, which subsequently, I don't think I ever actually got paid. And then the magazine went out of business. So, but what excited me was the fact that it was the first time I made money outside shooting weddings or doing like random freelance gigs like bar mitzvahs and parties and corporate events and things like that. It was the first time I made money Passively, like my work was making money for me long being shot. It wasn't something I had to go do and earn. It was something I already did that's now earning in the present. And that concept excited me. So that change of that experience altered his mind to see a new way to live the world, see a new way to engage the world. So, experience is part of the things that that can help you grow your mind, the transformed mind. Your mind is transformed already. You've read certain books and you're really excited for the books that you've read, the experience you've garnered, the people you've met, the things you've, you know, you've encountered. But then there is more. There is always more. There's always more for every human being to experience. There's always more to reach. There's always more. There's always more. So the transformed mind is the thing that shouldn't change but grow. You shouldn't decay. That's what I would say, but grow. The next thing is light, which talks about insight. It talks about understanding, revelation, epiphany, light. The light of yourself, the light of the world you live in, the light of the environment, the light of the possibilities of life, the light that talks about your experiences and the things that are possible and the impossibilities, reconsidering the impossibilities to know if they are true or if they are not. They might be true today, but in 10 years' time, they might not be true. Facts, recovering the light about facts. The, you know, the point that a fact is a fact today doesn't mean that it will remain a fact tomorrow. You know, And it's okay to give it up today with the perception and the understanding, and the understanding, the insight, the epiphany that tomorrow, this thing that I gave up today, I'm going to come back and pick it up. Because today there's just nothing that I can do because that's just the fact for now. The light that you need to live a victorious life every single day, you have to engage that. So it has to grow because it can help you to express patience. It can help you to express passion. Light can help you to express vision. Light can help you to express... I don't have the words, but I just think it can help you to live the life that is victorious. The life that many people might not understand the light that might not be democratized, you know, to every human being, just the light that is like an outlier, that of David, for example. We said, is there not a cause? Is there not a vision? Why is everybody afraid of this man and nobody wants to confront him? Is there not a vision that we are pursuing? Is there not a cause? Can't someone say, okay, I'll do it or die? Of course, this man Goliath is... Is 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 assaulting us, is insulting our God, is insulting what we believe. Can someone because of the vision someone says I'm going to fight him even though I might die? I'm going to do something. Is there another cause that can prompt someone to do something stupid? In you know order because of the because of what they believe, it's fine to be stupid. It's fine. Lots of stupid things that have been going on around the world that is going on right now as I'm recording this. Some of it are fine. Some of it are just outrightly stupid. But it's fine. But he said, is there not a cause? And I think that's the light that we need. The light that can help you see things from a different perspective. To know how you can approach them. To know how you can mitigate the risks. You know, I was reading Brock Potter's book the other day. And he said, people who take risks are not exactly stupid. They don't, they know, you know... They know sufficiently about the, the thing that they're taking risks in. Which, which means, if you see an investor trying to invest in a very risky game, he knows a lot about what he's trying to do, but it's just that the outcome is uncertain, so it's risky that he might lose his bet. He said, that's what risk-taking actually is. It's not like you're going into the jungle, you're not armed, you just want to go in. Just because of it's risky that's foolishness you know he said risk risk takers have understanding they have knowledge it's just that the certainty and the probability of things happening they cannot control it but they believe based on their analysis based on their knowledge based on their insight based on their understanding that something good could come out of it they understand the way it works but they don't, they don't have power to control the variables. So they just have to go in to try. Because that's what life is. You just have to try. He said that's what risk takers actually is in definition. People who take risks who go in without really understanding what they are doing is foolishness. Okay, so the last thing there is value. Value. Value should not decay. It should grow. I remember the movie, The Flash, that was season one of it. I love what Harrison Wells, which was the villain in the movie, what he said one time to, uh, I think, what's his name again? The Flash himself, Barry Allen, which was the protagonist. He told him, Harrison Wells told Barry, quote, you lose a chunk of your humanity each time you compromise your values. End quote. I love that statement. In fact, I've I've always carried that statement since I saw that movie, maybe back before 2016. I've been watching The Flash. Because I graduated 2016, but I've been watching The Flash way before that. I love that statement that's really guided my life in certain ways. That each time you try to compromise your values, you should understand that you're going to lose that value. Maybe not the entirety of it, but the chunk of it. Some part of it will die. Which means there will be a time when you might have the opportunity to do that thing again, and you might not really care as much as the first time the consequence of doing that thing. You know, some people who who are smokers today, the first time they smoked, it was a little bit difficult making the decision to do it, but then subsequent times doing it, the the value of I do not smoke died. It didn't die initially. It didn't die immediately the first day they did it. It died. You know subsequently with time and one of the things that i discovered from that is that it's a point of your mind it's a point of the permission you give yourself to do things the decision making you know that you give yourself to do things when you do it the first time you convince yourself that it's not that bad and as a result of convincing yourself that it's not that bad you keep on doing it and then you no longer have a willpower to do it any longer i think that was gary keller in his book the one thing that said that the willpower has a battery power, you know, you might say, okay, I'm not eating chocolate until I read my book. And finally, when you're done reading the book, you lose your willpower to really say, okay, I'm not really going to eat chocolate again. You you, you, you really want to. And I'm not, I'm not sure what I mean. I'm expressing the point exactly. The point is when you say you won't do something and until you get something else done, or maybe you even say you won't do something at all. By the time you go out into the world and you do things that give you confidence, that give you passion, that give you excitement, that you feel fulfilled about, when you come back, that thing that you said that you will not do, you find out that you lose the willpower to hold yourself to say that you still won't do it. You would want to compromise a little bit because after all, you would say, Okay, I've done some great things, I think I need to chillax you try to convince yourself that you need to reward yourself and part of rewarding yourself is doing the thing that you said that you would not do basically which might not be something as terrible as killing someone but you just feel like i can do it It's part of the reward system because i have done so many good things let me at least chillax so i think willpower but just like gary keller said has battery power there are certain times the amount of willpower you have to see that you will not do something might be 100%. Oftentimes, it might reduce to 30%. Because of how you live life, you know, moving around from place to place and doing certain things, the, the battery percentage of your willpower reduces. You know what I'm saying. And that's exactly how it is. Wow. Well, it's, uh, it's been a while. Sorry for all the rants, you know no sorry i think i've shared some great ideas so if you think this is this was nice thank you so much for listening by the way up to this time but if you think this was nice you can tell me i could do another one maybe while I'm waking up in the morning i just like uh get a record a podcast get myself a tea you know drink something let me go up one in By the way <sighs> did you hear that i love the sound of that Okay guys, thank you so much for listening to this one. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out. I want see I want see the love